We're going to be learning the first part, a first sicha on Parshas Vayechi. There's a story that um, the, the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe, said over. He said like this: he said, when the Tzemach Tzedek was a young child, he learned the Pasuk that Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim for 17 years, and his total life was 147 years. So his teacher translated the Pasuk based on an interpretation of the Balaturim that the 17 years uh, that he lived in Mitzrayim were the 17 best years of his life. Right? So the last 17 years are the best. The reason why the Balaturim gives this Pshat is because there is a question in the Pasuk. We know from last week's parsha that when Yaakov was 130 years old, he met Parai. So we know he was 130 years old when he came down to Mitzrayim. This pasuk is going to tell us that he passed away when he was 147 years old. So automatically, by just doing some simple math, we realize that he lived in Mitzrayim for 17 years. So why does the pasuk need to tell us clearly that he lived for 17 years? So the Baal term wants to say that it's because these 17 years he really lived. Like he lived a good life because all the previous years of his life he was always in pain. He was, you know, he had the issues with Esau and issues with Lavan and then Yosef disappeared. But the last 17 years of his life that he lived in Mitzrayim, he was really galept. He really uh, lived well. The meaning is like this. Yaakov Avinu had galept the sibits and best in Yarn in Mitzrayim. Yaakov had lived his 17 best years in Mitzrayim. So when he came back to his house, he asked his grandfather, Alter Rebbe, he says, How could it possibly be that Yaakov Avinu, who was the most eminent of the Avis, lived his best 17 years in Eretz Mitzrayim, which was the most corrupt of all the lands? Meaning is that even though maybe Yaakov didn't have all the tsar from all the, you know, that he had previously, but still, Yaakov Avinu, who was the most eminent, most spiritual, the, the greatest of the Avis, L'chaira, being in Mitzrayim would not have been a great time for him. It would have been something which was also a pain. So how could it be that his, the 17 years that he was in Mitzrayim for such a spiritual person like Yaakov would have been the best years that he lived in his life and not the, year, not the years that he was an heir to Israel. So that was the question that Samach Tzadik asked. So the Yenuhu Admar Zakan, so the Alter Rebbe answered, Ksiv, Mes Yehuda Shalach Lofana Vel Yisiv Lahuz Lofana Vgoishna. It says in the Pasuk that Yaakov sent Yehuda before him to show him the way to Goishan. So the Isa the Medrash, which is Muva Barashi, the Amr Rebbe Chemia Lahaskan Lai based Talmud, Shetehesham Teira, Shuyashvatam Haigib Teira. So the Medrash, and Rashi also brings this measure, says, what does it mean that he had to show him the way? It means is he, he, he went there to prepare a base Talmud, a place of study, that over there there will be Torah, and there the Shvatim would be able to meditate upon the teachings of the Torah. So when it says that he sent them in front of him, it means to, he sent them in front of him to prepare a place where they could have Hayra'is, where Hayra'i Torah, lessons of Torah, could be taught. And that's the Pshat and the Pasuk, Lahayur Slafan of Gaishna. Meaning is, it was to show him the way the Altar Rebbe is going to learn, Lahayur Slafan of how to get to Gaishan. The word Gaishan also means coming close. So it's showing him the way to become close to Hashem. Because when you want to learn Torah, 
He's coming close to, ha- to Hashem. So Yaakov sent Yehuda in front of him in order to show him the way, to prepare a way, in a sense, to become able to come close to Hashem, and that's through learning Torah. Therefore, you had this level of Yechi, this idea of living, which was a, like a high level, even in Mitzrayim. When we learn Torah, we become close to Hashem. And also in Mitzrayim, you have this idea of there was life and vitality there. So that was the story, right? So in short, the Tzemach is puzzled. How could it be that the Avram Avinu, who's Bechira Avis, would have this best years in Mitzrayim? So the answer the Alter Rebbe is giving him is, is because you learn Torah there. When you learn Torah, you become close to Hashem. So it doesn't matter where you are. Even if you're in Mitzrayim, you're able to become extremely close to Hashem. That's Bepashtas to answer. Siv base. Sipur Rebbeseinu Nisiyenu B'chalal V'edu Shnim Sirlonu Al Yodom Onas Lafarsi B'frat Midiyukim Henkyu D'Bechol Pratein This is the stories that the Rebbeim, of the Rebbeim, especially the stories that they gave to us to publicize, are very precise in all their details. Um, First of all, this is true regarding every detail they give helps us understand what the main theme of the story was. So it's giving a detail, it's not just to ask Stam, it's a detail, but this detail adds an explanation of to understand the story as a whole. Like it makes the story make more sense generally. And second of all, it's important, it's because also every story has a lesson. So every single detail in the story is hidden within it, a lesson of our Vaidus Hashem. So that's another reason they gave the detail. One, again, is to able to understand the story better because it's relevant, it adds an important point. And second of all, it also there is a lesson of Vaidus Hashem which is in this detail. Similarly, in our situation, even the question of the Tzamech Tzadik is a lesson, because even though he asked when he was a child, so you think, oh, he's a child, you know, there's no lesson there. He says, that's not true. He says, since it's part of the story of the, that the Rebbeim gave over to us, so it's understood this, that the Tzemach Tzedek was a child. And what the question was, that also has, uh, it also has a profound lesson for us in our Especially based on the Maimar Chazal, uh, that they say a cucumber can be determined uh, while it's still small. Meaning is when you look at a cucumber, you're able to see how, when it's small, when it's still starting to grow, you can see what type of, how well it will develop and how good of a cucumber it will be. So the Chazal uses this also about an individual. When you see an individual who's very talented, even a young child, you can see that this person is going to be a great man or a great person. So, so we're saying is that when the Tzamech Tzedek, we could, already when he was a child, you're able to tell that he was going to be a big Tzedek and a big Tzamech uh, and a Goin. So therefore, even when he was a child asking a question, in his question, Luxich, also uh, a very important lesson uh, in our Vayda Sashem. So that's the first point. So we need to understand you know, what the lesson is in our way to Hashem regarding this story. He says, This, this explanation of the Alter Rebbe was told to the Tzadik when he was a child. 
So it's understood that the lessons from this story is shaykh to every single individual. Even those individuals that are considered child, considered like a child in terms of their avodah Hashem, this is a lesson also for them. So it's not only a lesson for like big tzaddikim, even a child or, or, or a spiritual child in a sense can take the lesson from the story and make it part of their uh, day-to-day life in regards to the avodah Hashem. Siv Gimel. Because at first glance, there appears to be many details that require understanding. That the story doesn't make so much sense. Allah, first issue is, He says, the answer that is not enough, it's not a satisfactory reply to the Tzamech Tzedek's question. What was this question? He says, his question was, how could it be that the best years that Yaakov had um, was why he lived in Mitzrayim? He says, his answer was that even in Mitzrayim, also in Mitzrayim, you're able to have this level of ayichi, living a life of vitality um, through learning Torah. But that doesn't explain why the best years were specifically spent in Mitzrayim. So that Samach Tzaddik's question was, how could it be that his best years were in Mitzrayim? All the Alter Rebbe really answered was, how could it be that in Mitzrayim he could also have had good years? But it doesn't explain why those specifically were the best years. Meaning is, technically he could have learned Torah also in Eretz Yisrael, right? He found out Yosef was alive, he goes back to Eretz Yisrael, and he also could have had a great 17 years in Eretz Yisrael if it's about learning Torah. So why was it specifically in Mitzrayim, learning Torah there? That's what made it the best 17 years. That wasn't explained. And base. He says, since the Tzamech Tzedek was a young child, um, from the fact and he only heard this interpretation from his, of the Balaturim from his Rebbe, meaning it's not like he opened up a Chumash and he opened up the Pirish of the Balaturim and he read it. Rather, he heard the beer from his teacher. So he's a young child. He, can't, he does not learning on his own. He's just hearing uh, explanations from his teachers. So, So the Shad is, why is the Alter Rebbe bringing the, the Drasha on the Pasuk of Lahir Slafan of Gishna from the Medrash. And then the Altabah says this Medrash is also brought in Rashi. Lahir, he should have only brought Rashi itself. As we know, the Pirush of Rashi is for young children. So the Alter Rebbe should have brought the explanation directly from Rashi. Why is he giving him like a source from the Medrash? Right? Everything in the story is Meduyak. So this Alter Rebbe is telling him, I'm bringing you the explanation from the Medrash, and you should know it's also in Rashi. It's obviously important that it's from the Medrash. But Lahir, why is it relevant for a child to know that it's that, that it's from the Medrash. L'chayri should have just brought it from Rashi directly. That's what the child is familiar with, and that's what he's supposed to be learning. So, He says, we must say that even though the answer of the Tzamech Tzedek would be explained through Rashi, and that's why the Altar says that it's also brought in Rashi, but this that he says it's from the Medrash, which is brought in Rashi, it's understood that the Medrash adds a detail, which is Rashi doesn't have, and therefore by looking at the Medrash, and we're able to understand, um, it, it gives an added dimension to the answer that the Altar is given. So what we need to know is, what is the added dimension of the beer, of how the Medrash 
uh, is quoted in the actual source as compared to how it's quoted in the Rashi and Gimel. The Pirish Rashi Muva, Memaimer Rezalanel, the Sakhmalai based Talmud, Shemesham Tetzahira. He says Rashi quotes the interpretation of the Chachamim uh, that they say that uh, Yehuda was sent in order to prepare a base Talmud from, uh, which from there, from this base Talmud, Hayra, directives of the Torah would emerge. That's how Rashi brings it. That Yehuda was sent to prepare a base Talmud, that from this base Talmud, Tetzahira, directives will emerge. Well, the Medrash is most of all that, but the Medrash adds something, and this is also what the Alter Rebbe quoted when he gave his answer. He says the, the Medrash is adding, that the Shvatim would meditate upon its teachings. So the Shaila is, the Alter Rebbe's Kavan is to explain why Yaakov's best years was Mitzrayim. So what is it at, what's added in his answer by quoting the Medrash and adding the extra words that the Medrash adds, which is that the Shvatim would meditate in Tyra. Meaning his Rashi only brings one aspect, that the reason why he sent Yehuda in front of him was to prepare a base Medrash, so that, that from, which from there would emerge Tyra. But the Medrash adds a second detail that also in that base Medrash, the Shvatim would be able to meditate in Tyra. How does that answer, how does that add explanation of why Yaakov's best years were Mitzrayim? Why the Shvatim being able to meditate in Tyra would make those the best years that Yaakov had? So that's the third question. So to understand this, we really need to understand better what exactly was the Tzamech Tzedek's question. So we understand what his question is, then we can understand what the answer of the Alter Rebbe is, and all these three questions we just mentioned will be explained. He says like this. It's not really a question why the best years of Yaakov were the last 17 years that he was with Yosef. Because it's understood that the main kavana of Yaakov, the main simcha that Yaakov would have had who was the most eminent of the Ovis, was through seeing Yaakov alive and acting like his child. And he was still righteous and maintaining his righteousness even after finding him in Mitzrayim after such a long separation. Meaning is, the, the Rebbe is saying, he says, I don't understand really the Tzamech Tzedek's question. Right? Meaning is, the Tzamech the, the Tzedek understood that the Pashtas, why was, were, were the, the best 17 years in his life in Mitzrayim? But Pashas, the reason is, as we said, because he was united with Yosef. All the prior years he had Tsar. But then the last 17 years of his life, he was reunited with Yosef. He didn't have any Tsar and pain that he needed to, to, to put up with. But the Tzamech Tzedek's question is the Chayr Pashtas. Fine, I understand he didn't have any type of Tsar, but still, I mean, he was united with Yosef and it's, it's very nice. But still, isn't Yaakov, he's a Tzadik. His main mission in life, his main uh, idea, his main ideal would be a spiritual life, living in Eretz Yisrael, being able to learn Torah, to do his Avodah Hashem, and how could he have this great spiritual mission, in a sense, while he's living in Mitzrayim, which is the Erevas arts? That was the Tzamech question. Like, he understood that it was Geshmak that he was with Yosef. His problem was, how could it be his best years when he's in Golos? That was really his question. So L'Chari, the Rebbe says, I don't understand the question. What was Yaakov's joy in seeing Yosef? It wasn't just because he's a father that, you know, he's happy to see his son again, but rather it was a spiritual aspect to it. Yaakov was happy to see Yosef because he saw that Yosef was still at Stadik. As Rashi has actually brought 
in previous Parshias, the reason why Yaakov was so scared, one of the reasons is, he says, because he had a Kabbalah, that if all of my son are tzaddikim, that means he's going to go to Olam Haba. Mash if there's one of his children are, is a Russia, he's going to go to Gehenim, right? So this that he found out that Yosef is a tzaddik. So first of all, of course, this, the etzim fact that he's a tzaddik brings him much joy. Uh, and more than that, he understood that part of his mission was to raise up the Jewish people, and, and he needed to have a mitas shleim. he needed to have all of his children at tzaddikim. So this that Yaakov was happy, and those were such great years, was probably because he saw that Yosef was a tzaddik. So yeah, Dafki Mitzrayim, that Yosef was still a tzaddik there, that's what made him so happy. So what was the tzaddik tzaddik's issue? But Gamzad moving, he says, Medivri Rashi, Bibir Tzipar HaKasif. He says, this is also understood from Rashi, how he explains Yaakov's response to his son's words. He says, La'achar shenispasi Yaakov ki oid Yosef chai, v'goyim v'yofad, liba y'goyim ar'ad ki v'yar, sagolos t'chi ruach Yaakov v'yem. He says, the story happened that after Yosef, um, Yosef revealed himself to his brothers, they went and t- went to Yaakov Abin and said, Yosef is still alive, but Yafik Liba, his heart uh, became faint. He didn't really believe them. But once he saw the wagons coming, um, then Yaakov believed and Yaakov was, uh, his spirit became alive again. And why did his spirit become alive when he saw the wagons? It's Shadafakir, at least Yaakov, it's Algolus, Ozvit Chiruchai, Kasim and Mosul and Bamash Haya Isik, Paparshis Egla Rufa. He says the word was because when Yaakov saw the wagons, it gave him vitality. It's because Yosef sent the wagons on purpose. Yosef sent the wagons as a sign to Yaakov that he was still a, that he was still a sadik. Because when Yaakov and Yosef, the last thing that they learned together was the topic of the Egla Arufa. So when he saw the wagons and the brothers explained that the reason why he's sending the wagons is to remind you that the last thing we learned together was the Egla Arufa that uh, showed to Yaakov that Yosef was still on the proper path. So the main joy of Yaakov and the shlemus of this joy was Dafka when he saw that Yosef was still uh, studying Torah and acting righteously just like before. So we see even from the Pashtun's story that what that just hearing that Yosef was alive, he didn't have tchiruach Yaakov. Only once he saw that Golas and he saw that Yosef was still involved in learning Torah and still tzaddik, only then was it tchiruach Yaakov of Yen. So therefore, it's Pashtun. When he went down to Mitzrayim, why were those his best years? It wasn't because he was just physically happy that he saw Yosef. It was a spiritual aspect to it that he saw that Yosef was still a tzaddik. So Yaakov, when he finally met up with Yosef, he says to him like this, after I see your face, that you're still alive, now he says, I have like this nechama, I'm, I'm consoled. So the, so the question is, why seeing his face? Only seeing his face, that brings the nechama. The chayra, if the main aspect is just that, Yosef is still alive. It should have been after I've heard that you're alive, that's why now I have a Nechama. Why was it Yaakov saying this that I had to see your face? This is what brought me Nechama. What's the idea of seeing his face? He says, rather, it's because when Yaakov saw the face of Yosef, he saw the spirituality and the righteousness in it. 
And that's what caused Yaakov joy. As it's known that the uh, tzaddikim, when they look at a face of a person and they see the different wrinkles and everything else that's going on in their face, they're able to see all the actions that that person did. So when Yaakov saw Yosef, he was able to see from the, uh, that, that he was still a tzaddik, and that's what brought him joy. So Mazem Uvin, so it's understood that this simcha that Yaakov had by seeing Yosef's face was extremely great joy and pleasure. And it's dafka was in Mitzrayim, which was the Erebus arts, because it's like the advantage of light from darkness, meaning is when you're in a situation of darkness and all of a sudden you have light, that's a much greater light than just having light on its own. Like, for example, a person's in a desert and he's hungry and he's thirsty and then he gets food. The joy of eating and drinking is much greater than if he always had food and drink. So this, that Yosef would still, even in such a situation, that brought Yaakov a, a tremendous amount of pleasure. So, the question of Tzamech needs explanation. Also, the answer the Alter Rebbe gave needs explanation. Meaning is, why did the Alter Rebbe need to give such a long answer about learning Torah and the Shratim meditating in the Torah and they set up a base Talmud? To say very simply, it's because he saw that Yosef was a tzaddik still, even while he was living in Mitzrayim. That's what brought him great joy. Um, but the Alter Rebbe doesn't answer that, so obviously that's not the correct answer. So the question is, what is the Shaila of the Tzamech Tzaddik? Why was seeing Yosef as a tzaddik, not enough of a reason why that would be the best 17 years of Yosef, uh, of Yaakov's life. So, Sifhei. Habir B'zeh. The explanation is like this. He says, Mitzrayim, hu melashim, mitzor megbulun. Eret sha'inu nesenes makam legilu lakusa yisbarach, abilti bagul. He says, Mitzrayim comes to an expression of boundaries, limitations. It's a land that does not allow for the unlimited dimensions of Hashem to be revealed. The Oydyoyser, he ervasa'ar, not only that, it's, it's, a, it's a corrupt land. It's a place where there's Averus and when there's Klipas, which are hiding all aspects of Alokos. So Mitzrayim is the exact opposite of Kedusha. On the contrary, it, it hides Kedusha. He says, he says the ultimate purpose of a person's avoida is to go beyond these boundaries and limitations. Meaning is that you should be able to feel the revelations of Hashem's or which is bligvul, and and through this he's able to uh, able to lift them up and reach high levels of alukus which are completely above any type of uh, limitations. So the purpose of man's life is to leave Mitzrayim, right? So, this is really the main point, the main question that Tzamech Tzadik was asking. He says, He says, it's true. The last 17 years of Yaakov's life, he reached a very high level of uh, spiritual and, and uh, of Simcha and Oinig on a very high level that he did not have until then. Right? Seeing Yosef still being a Tzadik, that brought him tremendous Tremendous uh, spiritual pleasure. How you read this in the Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim Gvun, Ervis Arts, Pa'elis Halam Hester, Akval Kopanim, Hagbola Batachas Hashemis of Oydasi Spark, which is the Seis Lagami Balsa Eila. He says, but going down to Mitzrayim is 
you're going down to limitations, you're going down to a corrupt place, a place where it hides elikus, and it's putting elikus in a way of, you're limiting the amount of elikus which you're able to feel and uh, be revealed to you. And, and as we said, the whole tachos of shameless of a person's avoidance is to completely leave the Hagbalas. So not only is Yaakov not leaving the Hagbalas of this world, on the contrary, he's going to a place which would make Hashem even more hidden. So Yaakov's whole purpose in life is to be able to rise above the world, to be able to reach the unlimited um, levels of godliness. And what happens, he actually comes to Mitzrayim, which will bring him even lower and, and give him a harder time to be able to see Elikos. Because of this, how could it be that the last 17 years that he's living in Mitzrayim would be his best years? True, he had Yosef and he had that spiritual pleasure that came with it. But his whole purpose in life is to be able to go higher than the Medidus Vagbalas for the Olam, but by going to Mitzrayim, that would do, be the exact opposite of his purpose of life. It would hide Elokus even more uh, than it was hidden uh, at that point. It says, especially when we're comparing it to the, the, the years of his life that he was in Eretz Yisrael, which Eretz Yisrael is a, appropriate, a fit and appropriate place of Kedusha. As we know that Yitzchak was called an Oyla Tamima. Yitzchak never left Eretz Yisrael because he was considered like a, a perfect burnt offering, which is Kedusha Kedushan, the highest levels of Kedusha, um, what, what is an Oyla. So Yitzchak was an Oyla, Kedush Kedush, and we never cleave Eretz Yisrael. So we see that the highest levels of spirituality is specifically in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, Yaakov, how could it be that he left his spiritual place and will go down to Mitzrayim, which would hide Elokos? That was the Tzamaqsetik Shaila. So he understood the whole aspect of Yosef and that pleasure. But he's saying is still, this is like the opposite of his purpose of life. So how could it be the best years? This is the altar of his answer. The Yaakov prepared for him, was prepared for him a base Talmud. Uh, and through the Torah, that even when he's in Mitzrayim, he could still be in a situation of Ayechi, Galat. Through learning Torah, it's able to raise the person up higher than any of the uh, limitations of this world, and he's able to reach, even in Mitzrayim, to the level of Echi, he's able to reach Chaim Amitim. So by learning Torah, he's saying is, Tzemach Tzedek's issue is, the Har, he says, by going down to Mitzrayim, I'm not going to be able to have, he, he's, he's, do, he's doing the opposite of what the purpose of his life was, which is to reach the highest levels, of course, to reach higher than Mediz Vagbalas. But the Har, by going down to Mitzrayim, he wouldn't be able to do that. So the Altair was saying that's not true. If you go down to Mitzrayim and you prepare a base Talmud and you're learning Torah there, you actually are able to reach higher than the limitations even Mitzrayim. So being Mitzrayim would not be an issue. And he will explain this in more detail. He says, the Torah is He says, the Torah is rooted in Hashem's very essence. He says, just as Hashem transcends all conceptions of what's considered high and what's considered low, similar to Torah, as it was drawn down to this world, uh, as it says, it traveled and went downwards until it was clothed within the physical items of this world, and in Yonah and Lahaza, it's still always going to be Begligvul. Meaning, is even though the Torah, the Torah is the wisdom of Hashem, so there could be the wisdom of Hashem, how it's enclosed within spiritual terms, and there's the wisdom of Hashem, how it's enclosed 
within physical terms, but the wisdom is always the same. It's just how it's being expressed. But the wisdom is always the same. Therefore, a person, as he says, Therefore, through the studying Torah and attaching oneself to Torah, a person can achieve a wondrous unity with it, to become one and unified with Torah from every side and angle. And he's able to elevate himself from all the measures and boundaries of this world uh, to the extent that he's able to nullify all the halamis, all the concealments that is generated by Mitzrayim. Therefore, since he sent Yehuda in front of him to prepare a place to learn Torah, therefore, even when he came to Mitzrayim, it wasn't a Yerida in his Avedah. He didn't, he didn't become, he, he didn't, it wasn't descent in his Avedah Sashem, because he was never subject to the boundaries and limitations of Mitzrayim. Because right? he was learning Torah, he was above these uh, limitations. Therefore, it's possible for his best years to be spent also when he was living in Eretz Mitzrayim. So th- this is the first answer, which is really based on Rashi, and then we're going to see in the next sif what the addition of what the Medra is giving. But in short, what's the answer the Rebbe is giving? So the first level of the answer is that it seems like that the main issue that uh, Samach Tzadik had was that Bapashtus living in Mitzrayim, that would have caused the Yerida and Yaakov's Avaidah. So it's true he might have had all this spiritual pleasure and elevation because of what was going on with Yosef, but nonetheless, he himself would have been had a Yerida because he's going down to Mitzrayim. So the author was answering him, that's not true. Even when he's in Mitzrayim, you're able to fulfill your Avaidah, Hashem. You're able to fulfill the taklis of your purpose of existence, and you're able to reach higher than any of the Medidas Valbalas in this world through having limited Torah. So, so it didn't make a difference where he was in Mitzrayim or if he was in Eretz Yisrael. As long as he's learning Torah, he's able to reach, fulfill the tachlis of his kavana. And, and it seems like the, uh, he's saying is, in addition, that it was, that since, that, he, that Yaakov also had the addition of that he was with Yosef, right? Meaning is, the question that Samach Tzedek was, Fine, I understand that he, being with Yosef, he gets this spiritual oinig uh, and simcha, but still, it's, going the, it's, it's against the purpose of his life. So the Alter is saying that's not true. Even in Mitzrayim, you're able to fulfill the purpose of your life. So therefore, in Mitzrayim, he's fulfilling the purpose of his life. And in addition to that, he's also united with Yosef. So if he's united with Yosef, and he has all that spiritual energy that comes with being united with Yosef, then the best years would have been in Mitzrayim. Because when he was in Eretz Yisrael, he only had one aspect. He had the ability of learning Torah and, and reaching higher than Meditus Vagbalas in the world. But when he went down Mitzrayim, he had two things. He's, first of all, he still had that capability of reaching higher than the limitations of the world. And second of all, he was able to be united with Yosef, which that brought a Gvaldika Eloi uh, in Simcha and Oinig in his Ruchnistika Vaida. Um, especially as we know, Papashtus, as it's also brought in Rashi, that all it says in Rashi that all the years that Yaakov was separated from Yosef, he didn't have Ruach HaKadosh because of the, the depression and sadness that he had. So being united with Yosef also brought that joy, which was needed, a prerequisite, in order to have Nevu'ah and Ruach HaKadosh. So we see literally being united with Yosef, besides for this idea of 
seeing Yosef as a tzaddik, that literally would have also made a change also in Yaakov, um, because he would then have that simcha which was needed. So therefore, those were the, the best years of his life. So that's the first part of the, the first answer, which is more based on Rashi. But now we're going to explain an, another detail, and, and which specifically the Medrash addresses. Sevav. So Levayer, Ech Dafke Shonim Elohim Mifkar Shnoisav, Veis Drashas Razala, Pasuk Lairzalfan of Gaishna, Medrash, in Hasafa, Shishvatim Haikutar Knasav Gimel. So explain why these years specifically were the best years. So the Alter Rebbe quoted what the Chazal said uh, from the Medrash that the Shvatim will be meditating in Tyra. Meaning is like this. Meaning is like this. The first answer of Rashi doesn't explain why it had to be specifically in Mitzrayim. Really what it's, the answer is telling us is that being Mitzrayim were the best years, it seems more tactical. First of all, he was able to learn Tyra, so therefore would have been equal, Papashtas, to how it was in Eretz Yisrael. Then he had this added point that he was reunited with Yosef, that which would have brought this higher level of, of Simcha. But it doesn't explain why that had to be specifically in Mitzrayim. Papashtas, Yaakov could have came, seen Yosef, seen that he was alive, that would have brought a tremendous level of joy, and then he could have gone back to Eretz Yisrael, learned his Tyra, still had the joy of seeing Yosef as a tzaddik, knowing Yosef's alive would have brought the Ruach HaKadosh. So yes, technically, what did happen is he was Taka living in Mitzrayim, therefore those were the 17 best years, because that's where he was. So Papasha is like a corn Pshuta Shemikar Rashi, that explains everything. Why were those the best? Because that's where he was. He was in Mitzrayim. If he was in Eretz Yisrael for those 17 years, yeah, talk, they also would have been this best 17 years. But what we're trying to answer is one, the diak. The diak is that it was, why was it Yanim? Why was it specifically in Mitzrayim that all of this happened? This that it was in Mitzrayim, it wasn't just a, like a tactical issue, a tactical point. It actually adds in the joy. Right? That's what it says in the Pasuk, that he lived in Mitzrayim 17 years. The Mashmoy says that this that he was in Mitzrayim specifically added to the Simcha. But that point wasn't addressed. So Rashi, with his Pshutisha Mikra, doesn't need to address that because that's where he was. Therefore, it makes sense that it was Mitzrayim. But the Medrash always looks at the more penis, the more inner dimension. Therefore, he needs to understand why did this happen in Mitzrayim specifically. It must be that this, that these events took place there is because specifically Mitzrayim would have added another layer of Simcha. And that's what the Rebbe is going to explain. What was that Simcha? And that's going to be added. That's explained through this, that the Medrash added the words that the Shvatim would meditate upon the teachings of the Torah. So the Habir. He says, But Isa HaPasik Ve'inyan Shashonat Tzamechtzadik Ve'yesu Yalad Be'er Bigdu Lusa He says, This Pasik that the Tzamechtzadik uh, had asked the question to Alta Rebbe when he was a child, when the Tzamechtzadik became older, he explained this Pasik Al Pi Chassidus. And we can see from the explanation what he gave then uh, an added dimension which will help us understand the deeper Interpretation of the Alter Rebbe, which was hinted to in the Medrash. So this is what the Tzamech Tadit says: "V'chi Yaakov Eretz Yisrael Shva Asishana." He says, "Shva Esrei is Kmispar Toiv." The Hainu Aidei Shva Esrei, the Mitzrayim Zochel Lebchinas V'chi Liros Toiv Kisron Or Nimshak Menachayshach. He says Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim for seventeen years. He says seventeen is the same gematria as the word Toiv. Good. Meaning is that the 17 years that Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim, he was zoicha to the level of, of Vayikli. Meaning Vayikli is a spiritual level. He was zoicha to this level of Vayikli, which gave him the capability to see Toiv, to be able to see goodness. 
And this is because why in Mitzrayim specifically was he zoicha to this level of vayichi? Because of the advantage of or that comes, which is nimshach, which is elicited from darkness. Behind and Tzemach Tzedek is telling us that specifically through living in Mitzrayim was he zoicha to this level of Yisrael Ha'or and Nimshav Minachayshach. So the added simcha that we're saying that why was it specifically in Mitzrayim that Yaakov lived the best years and it couldn't just have been the same Tzach in, in Eretz Yisrael is because specifically in Mitzrayim he would have had this advantage of Yisrael Ha'or and Nimshav Minachayshach which gave him the Bechino of Vayechi which is Leroy's type. So that's, the, that's why it has to be specifically Mitzrayim. And now, in the next sif, Zayin Yechaz will explain how is that connected to what the Medrash says, that the Shvatim were meditating the entire. But before we do that, we first need to explain this concept of Yisra Na'ar Menachayshach. Hine. The Yisra Na'ar Menachayshach is page Perusha Mephanim. So it says, the interpretation of this phrase, there's two uh, explanations. Um, he says, Aleph. He says, in the place of darkness, um, the light becomes illuminated through the light. Meaning is, the greater the darkness, it's recognizable, the greater uh, the uniqueness of the light, which is able to bring it, uh, able to illuminate that particular area. That even... It's like an unlimited koyach that's able to affect brightness and light even in a, such a dark, uh, great darkness. So his first answer, first explanation is that the, the Yisrona Armen that we see, what does the Yisrona Armen mean? It means that we see the advantage of light specifically when it's able to dispel the darkness, right? Meaning is how do we know that this is a, like a, a light which is, ha, has value to it? If it's able to dispel darkness, meaning is if you have, um, you know, someone that there's a sickness, and then you have a medicine. So how do you know that this medicine is a valuable lesson? If it's able to get rid of the get rid of the disease. If it can get rid of the disease, then you know it's not the greatest medicine. But if it's so good, it's able to get rid of the disease. You see that this is a great medicine. So you're saying same thing with light. So according to the first aspect, what light is basically is dispels the darkness. And through the ability to dispel, we're able to see the, the, the greatness of the light itself. Bez is a chayshach atzmer mu'ar v'nepech l'or v'aydei zed nasi yisrem ba'ar sh'nimshach ba'ar v'china nalis yisrem sh'ene ba'ar mitzad atzmer. The second level is that the darkness itself becomes luminous and is transformed to light. So through this, there's actual, brings a certain yisrem, brings a certain quality into the light itself that it, it is drawn into the or a bechina which it did not have inside itself. Meaning, according to the second beer, when they say there's a yisran or, it means that there is an actual advantage which is added to the light, specifically through the darkness, because we're transforming the darkness. According to the first shot, the light was always good. It's just, how do we know that it's good? We only know that this is a good light because we see it could dispel the darkness. How do we know that this medicine is good? Because it's able to get rid of the sickness. But does, is the darkness really adding anything to the light? No. The light was always good. The medicine was always good. It's just that we didn't know, right? The darkness, it just got rid of it because it was, uh, it was good. But according to the second shot, it's more than that. It's, it's actually taking the darkness and transforming it um, 
and making it into a light. If you want to make maybe a comparison with the medicine, maybe it's more like a vaccine. Um, that the vaccine itself, which is something which is darkness, is transformed to light because it's able to prevent future diseases, right? So it's not just like a medicine which gets rid of the darkness, but a vaccine is a, you're taking the darkness itself and you're making that into a medicine um, and making the body stronger that it can't even get sick again with that particular type of uh, disease. So if you want to maybe connect it to current events, uh, those would be the two types of, uh, of lights. So So the difference between these two interpretations are like this. He says, He says, according to the first shot, it's not the kavana that the the gavi the or there's a real matzias of darkness, right? And uh, and through this darkness, it, it, it reveals the, the the superior quality which is inside of the or. Rather, really, what's happening is the light is unlimited. And therefore, it shines everywhere, even in a place of darkness. And therefore, it just automatically gets rid of it. Meaning, what he's trying to say is that my mashal wasn't the best mashal about sickness, but he's basically saying, the Gabi, the Or, there never was Chayshech in the first place. He says, really, what is Chayshech? Chayshech is not even a sickness. Chayshech is really less than that. Chayshech just means the absence of light. Chayshech is just literally the absence of light. So when you put the light in there, automatically the Chayshech is dispelled. Uh, is disappears. So when we're saying we're talking about the advantage of light, that it's able to get rid of the darkness, it's not even the the light, there was something there. It's really just, there was nothing there, and this light is so great, it's able to just bring light to every air, even a place which never had any light before, this uh, light is able to, uh, this, this powerful light is able to bring uh, uh, illumination there. It's able to shine there. So, HaKavana B'Yisrona Ar he says the advantage of the light that comes from the darkness is, is only the, the spot. The area was dark. It didn't have any light over there. And now it does have a light. And also there's one who's seeing it. The one who sees it, he, there's an union of light and the union of darkness. And now all of a sudden this room is light. So inside the or itself, there's no difference before or afterwards. The or is shining, but it doesn't really matter to the light itself. Who does it matter to? It only matters to the area which was dark or the person who's seeing this area which now has become light. So they're able to appreciate now the advantage of the light because we see, oh, this light is able to bring light into this darkness. This is fantastic. But Matzah, the light itself, it never, nothing, and nothing actually happened to it. Choyshech wasn't a Matzias. Choyshech is just lack of light. Right? It's just nothing there. So when you brought the light in, all of a sudden there's, there's light. But, but is there, was there Matzias of Choyshech? Was there really darkness there? There's no darkness there. I just the light's basically saying I wasn't here before. Now I am here, so there's light. But there's it was just I wasn't here before, and now I am here, so therefore there's light. But there's nothing really happening to it. He says, but according to the second explanation, the advantage of the light that comes from darkness is that there really was darkness. Even Lagami the Or, there was a darkness there. And the or has to transform that darkness and make a yisra into the or. So that would be probably the better marshal of the sickness. There really was a sickness there. 
And the advantage of Yisrin Arbana Chayshik is that you're able to take that sickness and transform it to a vaccine or create antibodies, which would now make the body even stronger. So their taka was a sickness and the aura is transforming. There's something was there. There really was darkness. And we're taking that darkness and making it into something uh, which, would, which would add a quality to the light. So I'll be Zebin, Didi Dan, the Pirish of Pasvichi, Yaakov Eretz Israel, Shaidei, Ridan Israel, Zachel, Bchinis Vichi, Kulad Nimshuk, and Chayshach. He says, there, now we can understand our Pasvich, that Yaakov lived specifically when he was living in Mitzrayim, because through going down to Mitzrayim, he was Zoycha to the level of Vichi, this life that came, which is drawn from the Chayshach, meaning it's the Vichi that comes from transforming the darkness. But Loy should be Yosem Mitzrayim, Makam Chayshach, Yosem Nekeres Lacher, Maile Sachaim Sholoi. So he says, it's not the pshat that when he was Mitzrayim, it was recognizable to others, the, the quality of his life. That Torah is so powerful, like the first explanation, that Torah is so powerful, it doesn't make a difference where you are. It doesn't make a difference if you're in Yisrael. If you're in Yisrael, you'll be able to, to connect to the unlimited dimensions of Hashem. Or even in Mitzrayim, you're able to connect to the unlimited dimensions of Hashem. So Mitzrayim, you know, uh, the first explanation, it doesn't really make a difference where Yaakov would have been. It's, it's not the Torah itself. The Torah, you can always connect to Hashem through the Torah, regardless of where you are. But it's the person who sees it. It's like, wow, Yaakov, the power of the Torah is that even when it's in Mitzrayim, such a lowly place, you're still able to connect to Hashem. But it's not really adding any advantage to Yaakov. Yaakov's the same either way. He could have done this in Mitzrayim, he could have done this in Eretz Yisrael. But according to the second shot, we're saying is the darkness is being transformed to light. It's saying specifically that Yaakov is a Mitzrayim, in a place of darkness. He was able to take the darkness of Mitzrayim and actually transform it to light. So taking that darkness, transforming it to light, then you obviously have to, you have to be, first of all, specifically a Mitzrayim, because you didn't have this darkness in Eretz Yisrael. And if you transform that darkness, that brought a certain quality to Yaakov, and that's why he's galept. It was the in of the Bechina of Yechi was specifically Mitzrayim. Now we're up to Sifchas. So according to this, we can understand why the Alter Rebbe was, was careful to include as an answer the quote from the Medrash, that the Shvatim would be meditating the Torah, because he was trying to allude to this explanation of the advantage of Or that comes from darkness. Is the obvious on the level of Atsilus. And it's, the idea of being the level of Atsilus is it means that they are one with Hashem. Right? Sometimes in Hasidus it gives the example of a chariot. It doesn't have its own rutsan at all. It's, it's one with the um, with the with, with the rider. I mean, it doesn't have its own desire, it doesn't have its own will. It's whatever the whatever the, the rider wants. The Shvatim come from the idea of Hamshach. It says the word Shevet comes from lowering. Like it says, the star which lowers, which means a comet, a, a shooting star. But literally, it means, means the star which lowers. It's not staying in the same place, it's going down. Which that shows on the level of Biyah. Meaning, in the level of Biyah, there's already a certain level of separation um, from Hashem. Right? There might be a recognition of Hashem, but there's still a, there's a separation that they already have their own desires. Maybe we'll mavatal ourselves to Hashem, but it's a choice that we make. There's a certain level of freedom there. Then there's no Mitsias of Khoshek or Halim even in Mitzrayim. 
So he says, when Yaakov was in Mitzrayim, he didn't see the limitations. Because since Yaakov was revealed the unlimited or of Hashem, this unlimited or of Hashem revealed that even in Mitzrayim, is, it's not really something which is separate from Hashem, God forbid. He's in Mitzrayim, but he sees in Mitzrayim. That's really just a revelation of Hashem's or even there. Just a higher level, level of oration or lower. But wherever it's going to be, he sees within it the unlimited or of Hashem. That's why it says Tzadikim are called Nuneyama, the fish of the sea. Um, because just like a fish is always surrounded by its water, similarly Tzadik, even when he's in this world, he's in a sense still surrounded by the or of Hashem. Even while he's here, he doesn't see the Choshech, he sees only Hashem. So Lagabe Yaakov, when he was in Mitzrayim, he didn't really experience Mitzrayim for itself. L'chein, that's why we need to bring in this aspect of the Shvatim. He said, that's why the Medrash, the Altar means the Medrash that the Shvatim were meditating in the Torah. Because since the Shvatim were in the level of Biyah, in a realm of uh, characterized by separation, a place of darkness, Therefore, the Shvatim, through them learning in Mitzrayim, they felt Mitzrayim, they felt the darkness. They were able to affect and transform, bring light to the darkness, which is a Bechina of, um, which was a Bechina of darkness, and through them they were able to transfer the darkness to light. And they were able to get the mile of Yisra Na'or Habam and Achayshach. Fa'af she Yisra Na'or hazel loy hayu yakin tzanatzik ki lagabei loy achayshem elachatchila. So even though this level of transforming the darkness to light was by Yaakov by himself, because Yaakov never had the darkness. So if you don't have the darkness, you can't transform it. But aydeze she hiskin loy based tamet she teisham tayor she aydeze yashvatim hayigim tayor pal shagam hu zachel v'chinis feichi Yisra Na'or nimin Achayshach. But nevertheless, through preparing the base Talmud, that the Shavatim would be able to meditate in Torah, that he also became worthy of this Bechina of Bayechi. He was worthy to also uh, get a certain, uh, he, to, to take advantage of the Yisra Ar Nimshem and Chayshach. Meaning, it's through, since Yaakov facilitated that the Shavatim should be able to do their Avaidah, he was Zoycha also to merit, to, to, to experience the Or that they created. Since he was the one that gave them the capability, also he was able to, um, it was revealed to him too. So, like it's known in the, Chassidus uh, explains that through the Avaida that we do in Biyah, that actually is Moisif or also in Atsilos. Yes. Based on this, we can also understand why the Alter Rebbe didn't explicitly explain this idea of transforming the darkness to light to the Tzamech Tzedek when he was so young. He only hinted to it. So why did he want to tell the Tzamech Tzedek this explanation clear? The only thing he said clear was the first part about even in Mitzrayim you're able to learn Torah and connect Hashem. But he doesn't say the second part why it's specifically in Mitzrayim you can have a greater advantage than Eretz Yisrael. Why did he want to say that clearly? But he did allude to it. And when the Tzamech Tzedek was older, as we know, he... he, he uh, you know, explained it himself, he understood that uh, aspect. He says, He says, The Seder of a person needs to be in a direct and order pattern. As explained in the Pasik, a person has to turn away from evil and do good. First, 
he must turn away from anything which is bad. And then he has to do a voida that involves right from the beginning things and items that have the potential to bring a toiv and or into the world. Meaning is a person supposed to do the right thing. You're not supposed to do something wrong and then try to fix it. You're supposed to stay away from bad stuff and always try to do good. And even though that through a person in his avoidance Hashem, he sometimes might have tests, he has nisyonis. And through overpowering these nisyonis, these things that hold you back from learning Tarabinsis, and you overpower it and you stand up to Nisayan, you're able to reach a very high level, much greater than you would have been able to have without the Nisayan. And more than that, when you have a Veda of Tshuva, meaning it's you have this issue, but you overcome it, and that brings you a very great spiritual R. But then you have something even more than that. You have Tshuva. Tshuva means you did something wrong. And you're able to take that Zaldain, that thing that you did bad, and you're able to transform it to, to R. That's like the Oifen of Bays that we explained before, that the Zaldain itself becomes R. He says, Ahari calls a rock the Evid. He says, This is all be the Evid. You're not supposed to do an Avera and then try to do Truva. Of course not. He says, He says, If you're brought into a situation of an Asayan and you overcome it, then you're, brought to, you're able to reach a very high level. But you don't bring yourself into a situation of an Asayan. Similarly, when a person does something wrong, he sinned, he already sinned. Through his tshuva, he's able to transform the zedonis to tshuyas, and he's able to reach this high level that the place where the Baal tshuva stand, the tzad gomer is unable to stand there. But we know the Ruh Hazal say a person should never put himself in the position of danger. You can't put yourself in a situation where you have an Isayan or a situation that you might come to sin. And for sure, you can't sin with the thought process that I'll eventually do tshuva. Even more than that, we actually dive in every single day. Don't put me in a situation of an Isayan. So we're asking Hashem to help us not to get in such a situation. So obviously, if we're davening for not to be put in that situation, that's obviously not where you're supposed to be. Therefore, you can't tell a child who's still in the being educated to perform mitzvahs, to do, to, to do the proper thing. You can't tell him the mile of darkness. He doesn't know anything about darkness yet. You have to tell him the correct path, what he's supposed to be going in. You're supposed to tell him what's right and what's wrong. And that's what you're supposed to do. Only when he's much older, and God forbid he's already been nichshal, then you could tell this adult that's done the wrong thing how to fix it. But you don't tell a child, like, by the way, if you do something wrong, there's a very big advantage in that. No, God forbid, you tell the child the right thing to do. And that's what he does. And if, God forbid, later on in his life, he, he's nichshal, he does something wrong, then you could tell him the ma'ila and, and tell him what he's supposed to do in such a situation. Therefore, the Alter Rebbe told this idea to the Tzemach only in a way of an illusion. He was hinting it to him. 
Meaning is he didn't want him to understand that when he was a child. But when he's older and he meditated upon the answer, he'll be able to, when he's older, meaning as in his avoidance Hashem, he's on a higher level, then you can think about it and come to, and realize uh, this, this deeper and, and advantage of the Yisuna Arba Nechayisha. It was only much later that the Tanakhtadik came himself and explained the great quality of being a Mitzrayim and being able to transform the darkness to light. So the, the lesson uh, in Avodah Hashem. He says, Even though Yaakov when he came to the shrine, he was zoichat, a very great simcha and a great pleasure by seeing Yosef and his family conducting themselves in the Derech HaYishara. Nonetheless, the Tanakh Tzedek still had a shayla. How could it be possible that all those years that he found himself in a situation in the Mitzrayim where there's limitations and Hashem is hidden, those could be his best years. How could that be? He's not seeing Hashem. It's because a person, his purpose that he's brought down in this world is that from the very outset, he needs to leave the boundaries and limitations. He has to run away from its rhyme at the earliest opportunity. Therefore, the Tzamech Tzedek didn't understand how the best years could be when he went down to these Mitzrayim. The whole purpose is to leave there, not to go down to Mitzrayim. But nonetheless, if you're already found there, then what's the Avaidah? The Avaidah is that then you have to make those the best years possible. And that's basically the first answer that he was being given. The first answer, the, the, the first level of the answer is in Achinami, there's no advantage of being in Mitzrayim. But once you're already in Mitzrayim, you have to learn Tyra, make a base Talmud, and you're able to connect to Hashem. So if you can't leave and you can't run away from Mitzrayim, you have to stay there, then you have the capability to make those your best years. And the sense is that even those years, you're able to connect to Hashem. Just like Yaakov, Davka, when he was in those 17 years in Mitzrayim, they were his best years. He couldn't leave, he couldn't leave for whatever reason. And those turned out to be his best years because you had... He was unified with Yosef, and he was able to learn Torah, so he didn't have the limitations of Mitzrayim, and he was able to reach very high levels. But how do we reach this level? How do we get there? So this is explained in the author of his answer. He says, He says, the first part of the answer that Alter was giving is that even these individuals, that they're, they're first of all, their first level of Avaita, which is Sayyidah Had Yashar, Hashem created the man properly, that if for even for whatever reason, and their shluchas in this world, they're found, they're found, they're, they're found to be in a place of limitations. And even if it's such a place which is Ervas Arts, the most destructive place in the world, they need to know that their Avaida is not just not to have Yurida, not to, not to become, not to have a descent, 
But more than that, they actually have to make a dir patach there. Their avoid is that even when they're there in Mitzrayim, they need to be able to be mamshech atzmos and be able to make a dwelling place for Hashem there. And then as we explained, how could they do that? They're found in Mitzrayim, how could they do this avoidah? So the hatayra. The advice is through learning Torah, which is the gili of Hashem's chachmas of Ratzon, which is higher than limitations and difference and, and shinuim and changes. This gives us the capability to go above all mitzrayim And not only will Mitzrayim not actually bring you down, but on the contrary, you could be zeichet to the love of Yechi, you could be galat. In Eretz Mitzrayim, you're able to connect that smusim husuis bar. This is but he says all the above is only for those who walk in the straight path, who because of their avoda and their divine service um, of learning Torah, they're never put lechatchila in a situation of mitzrayim. But those individuals who unfortunately sinned, they created blemishes, they left the Torah path. But these people that fell and they're under the control of Mitzrayim, how can they reach the level of Eichi? So the Alter Rebbe alludes to the Yisrona Arm and Achoyshach in a way of a Remes. He says, he says, through the Avoid of Tshuva, not only will you, meaning it's through working and laboring while you're in the place of the darkness, not only will you leave the place of darkness, but more than that, you're actually able to transform the darkness and light, and then you have the Yisra Na'ar, which is even a greater advantage. I, because of the uh, this quality of tshuva, the quality of Yisra Arba Nechayshach, a person might uh, think, hmm, maybe I should leave the proper path. Maybe I should go do something wrong. This is why the Altar hinted it. He didn't say it beferish. Why is he hinting it? He's telling you, that um, this is not a raw for someone who's doing the right thing. This is not the path you're supposed to truth. On the contrary, someone says, I'm going to do an Avera, and then I'm going to do Tshuva, the rule is, he's not given the opportunity to do Tshuva. And this causes him to stumble even lower than he was before. So that's why the Altar was hinting it. Meaning, as if you're a child and you're a to Hashem, uh, and you really don't understand the difference, then, then, then this answer really isn't uh, for you yet. That's why it's in. But once you become older... Um, then you're able to reach this higher level, either if, God forbid, because you've done something wrong, or as the Alter Rebbe says in Yud Beis, there's another way of doing it. Meaning is you can stay on the Darach HaYasher, and you, beca- you, can't be- you, can't be- you can become mature, an adult in your Vedas Hashem, and reach the Yisrin HaArm and HaChayshach uh, in another way. Yud Beis. Im yitan hatoyan, lama yigara chalkay. A person might think, why should he be prevented from reaching this higher level? I also want to be able to reach the level of Yisra Because I'm doing the Derech HaYashra, I can't get there. 
The answer to this is also hinted in the Altar's explanation. He says, He says, We said that Yaakov on his own wasn't on the level to be able to um, elicit the superior quality of ore that comes from darkness. Nonetheless, through his involvement with his sons, that his sons were made into the entire, he was able to reach the level of the highest Eloi of Yisrael so similarly, every person, through working with your friend who's far away from Hashem and his Torah, and you bring him close to do tshuva, through this you're able to affect another person a very hot, lofty level of tshuva, and you're able to be elicit uh, the superior light that comes from the darkness. And what you're, So basically, the Yisra or that your friend has, you since you helped him reach there, you're also able to reach that level. This will bring... The coming of the Mashiach, as we know that Mashiach is going to come, he's going to bring the tzaddikim and motivate him to do tshuva. Meaning is, even though the tzaddik is going with the Yashan, he's on the level of atzilus, he's a very high level, but even the level of atzilus ultimately is limited relative to Hashem. So Mashiach comes, it's going to show and reveal how even the tzaddik who's on the level of chachma de atzilus, Hashem, that's just like a sea of goofness, and he's going to rise him up and give him the capability to do tshuva to reach an even higher level. And just to do two R's, which I, I think are interesting, we'll do it outside. There's an R3 Lamed Beis and an R Lamed Gimel. So an R Lamed Beis it explains why we said the Yisrael or R that Yaakov get is, is specifically because the sons are Oisik and Tyra, they're Hoyga, they're meditating in Tyra while they're in Mitzrayim. So since the Shvatim were in the level of Biyah, through them learning Torah while they're in Mitzrayim and they see the Choshech, they're able to transform. And since Yaakov facilitated that, he's also able to have a, a certain chilek in it. So the R asks, what about Yosef? Why did, why, why did the Medrash say specifically because the Shvatim were being Hoyge uh, there? Wasn't Yosef living there and he was part of the, you know, he was working the government? He also would have been involved with Choshech. So couldn't it have been the, 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 the work that Yosef did that would have transformed uh, given the Yaakov the capability to transform the uh, darkness to light. Uh, so that's the Rebbe's question. The Pashtas, I mean, if it was, I, I would think, um, probably it might be because Yaakov wasn't really, you know, Yosef was a tzaddik even before Yaakov got there. So be, Yaakov being there might not have facilitated Yosef being a tzaddik. Uh, I don't know. But but uh, the, Rebbe, the Rebbe brings a very interesting answer, Opi Chassidus. Uh The answer he brings is that Yosef was also on the level of Atzillus. It says that Yaakov was uh, Tferis, of Atzilus, and Yosef was Yitzoyed of Atzilus. The, the level of Yitzoyed is it connects uh, to, the, to, to the next, to Biyah, meaning is like, like you have a teacher. So a teacher has this Chachmah, he has the different ideas he wants to give over, but he needs to be able to connect to the student, and by connecting to the student, he's able to give it over to him in a way that he's able to understand it and appreciate it. Uh, that's what Yitzoyed is, and the, the greater the connection you have to the student, the, the more pleasure and the more desire you have to explain this and make sure that the student uh, understands the concept. So what we're saying is that Yaakov was the level of Tferis, but who Yosef was the level of Yosoid, that means is that Yosef took the concepts, the or, the Gilealakus of Yaakov, and he translated and he connected it into our world. So Yosef, in a sense, was also 
not really experiencing the Chayshech as the Chayshech is. Yosef is also on the level of Atzilus. Yosef is connected with Yaakov. Just like Yaakov is Atzilus, what Yosef is doing is he's taking these ideas and he's translating to the student. But Yosef is not the student himself. Yosef is, in a sense, like the t- teacher's assistant. He's still with the teacher, and therefore he didn't experience the darkness on its own, just like the Shvatim were part of it, in a sense, living in Biyah, part of the darkness, and therefore they're able to deal with the darkness directly and uh, being el- able to elevate it. Uh, and that's why it says that when did the Gulfs really start? It only started once Yaakov and Yosef died. Because when Yosef was still alive, Yaakov was, in a sense, the Gili Arvatzilis was still really in the world. Only once Yosef died did the Shvatim and, and the rest of Bnei Yisrael really fall into the Gulfs Mitzrayim, um, because that Arvatzilis was hidden. And Arth Lamad Gimel gives an interesting idea. It gives a diak. It says the Alter Rebbe was very, uh, quotes the Medrash saying that the Shvatim were hoigya, meditating in Torah. So he says, if you look at the Medrash, there's different gersois. Some Midrashim bring that they were oisik in Torah. Others say that, uh, sorry, they were learning Torah, learned in Torah, or Yaakov was malamd in Torah, they was teaching them Torah. But the Alter Rebbe brings specifically the girsa, not of them learning or being taught Torah, it brings specifically the gear set that they were meditating in Torah. And the reason is, because Chassidus explains, that it's specifically through the Yagiyah, the, the effort and the work that you have in learning Torah that you're able to reach the essence of Hashem. Meaning is, the Shvatim had to be in the darkness, and, and just like the Talmud Bavli, that there's questions, and, and there's Sveikas, and there's doubt, and there's darkness. And you have to work and, 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 and labor. And specifically through the labor, are you able to reach the essence of Hashem? You're able to go, you know, transform that darkness basically to light, just like the Talmud Bavli relative to the Yishami. The Yishami was direct light, but the Bavli, through all the questions, we are able to reach a much deeper uh, understanding and a deeper uh, connection to Hashem. So therefore, the, the Rebbe uses, the Alta Rebbe uses Dafka, the Girs of Hoige, meditating, because the Lashon of Hoige is the idea of deep meditation and not just learning or being taught it, but rather something that they have to work hard for.